institutional poverty and create a more just, equitable, and racially inclusive community. What's up? And now, here's your host. Good morning. Welcome to the West Las Vegas Promise Neighborhood Radio Show brought to you by Nevada Partners. I'm your host, Kennedy Cobbin Richardson. Every show, we focus on one of our five pillars. Our five pillars are healthy children, families, and communities. We focused on this pillar two weeks ago. Education and youth development, the future of work, affordable housing and wealth creation, and today's topic, civic participation and social justice. Our goal is to support civic engagement among West Las Vegas residents, as well as connect with lawmakers to support policy change that propels economic equity and social justice. We do this by increasing voter registration, participation, and by expanding the electorate. So we have a great show for you today, so let's get started. And first, um, with the primary coming up on June 9th, today's show really couldn't be timelier. Have you gotten your ballot in the mail? Have you filled it out? Did you sign the front of the envelope? Do you know the importance of your one vote? Do you even trust this process? We will be talking about all that and more. So let me introduce my guest. First, I have Ms. Yendra Dixon. She is the community lead for the Civic Participation and Social Justice Pillar, and she also owns Black Box Consulting Group. How are you, Yendra? I'm doing great, Kennedy. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. We also have Attorney General Aaron Ford. A.G. Ford is a former educator an experienced attorney, previous majority leader of the Nevada State Senate, and now the 34th General uh, Attorney General of Nevada, as well as the first African-American to hold this position. Throughout his career, he has always made time to give back to his community, and that is why he is here today. Welcome, Attorney General Aaron Ford. How are you? I'm doing great, Candy. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, hey to you, Yender, as well. Hey, how are you? Great. Uh-huh. Thank you, guys. So now to my listeners. I know you want to be part of this conversation, so I ask you to join us live on Facebook. Go to Facebook and search for Nevada Partners. When you get there, like our page and be entered into a drawing to win $25. You must click like during the show in order to qualify. Our Facebook Live is hosted by Lizette Gillian, who is the Director of Administration and Operations, as well as Cece Kilgore, the Project Manager for the Civic Participation and social justice pillar. Say hi, Lizette and Cece. Hi. Hi, guys. So, so if you're there, yeah. when you sign on. Oh, go, go ahead. We just wanted to announce the winner from the last live, and the person that liked uh, in our random drawing was Brittany Gray. So, congratulations, Brittany. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. Congratulations, Brittany Gray, for winning a $25 gift card. So that is available to you as well. So if you're listening to the show, hop on your phone, on your computer, on your iPad. Uh, go to the Facebook Nevada Partners page, like our uh, like the page, and you will be entered into drawing. We will uh, announce uh, the winner next week or in two weeks. So let's jump into our first topic, which is vote by mail. So we know that a vote by mail ballot is a paper ballot with the same candidates as we would receive um, at the polling place on election day. And so this ballot was mailed to us with instructions on how to market and how to return it. But I'd like to ask either of you, uh, why are we doing vote by mail? 
Well, uh, this is Aaron Ford again. Uh, Kenny, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having this important conversation. Uh, to your question about why we're having vote by mail, I think uh, stated succinctly, it's because of COVID-19. Uh, our Secretary of State, Barbara Sagaski, at the behest of our 17 county registrars, um, uh, instituted this vote by mail process for the primary uh, only so far. That is, the general is not going to uh, be a vote by mail uh, process, at least not, not as of now. Uh, but because of the health and safety concerns and issues that uh, we've seen happening across the country, um, the Secretary of State and the various registrars decided that it'd be best to uh, enable this franchise to proceed to the primary season as an all-vote primary. Uh, I'm sorry, as an all-male primary with very limited opportunities for uh, in-person uh, voting, although those opportunities do exist. Awesome. Okay. Thank you for that. So, of course, we do definitely want to stay safe. And so what exactly is the process that um, if I receive my ballot in the mail, what is the process that I want to, that I need to go through in order to be sure that it's counted? Well, um, first of all, if you do receive a, a ballot in the mail, um, make sure that you don't throw it out. 91% uh, of Nevadans have never voted by mail in the past. And so it is not something that we're used to getting. We're used to getting a sample ballot, but this is your actual official ballot. Um, so as you said earlier, you'll get the ballot in the mail. You will fill it out. Um, make sure that you um, sign the back of the envelope in the, um, in the space that, that is indicated for your signature and then put it in the mail. Um, it actually is a postage paid envelope, so you don't have to run out and get a stamp and that should be sent directly back to uh, the Clark County Registrar. Great. And so is it safe, Yendra, to, you know, vote by mail? Can I be sure of the safety of my vote and that it gets counted? Absolutely. Um, I think that we have heard in the recent news uh, a lot of speculation on the safety of mail, but our stimulus checks arrive by mail, our tax refunds arrive by mail. Uh, we send legal documents by mail, and in some cases, it's the only way that you can be um, considered to be served with a legal notice. And so I think we should recognize that the mail has been very safe. There is a lot of tracking that is built into the ballot. There are barcodes and voter IDs and all types of things to make sure that we are um, completely aware of where your ballot is in the process um, and how to safely get it back and count it. Uh, the most important thing for getting it counted, though, is making sure that you sign the envelope. Great. So that is um, that is really good information to know because we do we trust everything to the mail. So why would this be different? And so even if uh, you gave you went over the process, um, and I do believe you know it's it's pretty simple. But if I do need more help, are there resources available to help people with uh, vote by mail? Absolutely. Um, there's a number of websites. First and foremost, if you are um, if you are registered to vote and you believe you should have received the ballot and you have not, you can call the Clark County Elections Department directly, and that number is 702-455-VOTE. That's 702-455-8683, and that's the number that you should call if you believe that you should have received the ballot and you have not yet. Um, in addition to that, you can always go to the ClarkCountyNV.gov website, and their elections website has a lot of information on how to return a ballot, how to make sure you receive one. Um, it also gives you the option for a sample if you're interested in that, 
as well as locations where you can drop them off and the limited in-person locations um, where you can also cast a ballot. Um, there's also websites, uh, for example, votesmartnv.org. Um, is a website that has a lot of information on the process. It has videos of the process. So for people who are hearing or visually impaired, um, there are some options on that website for people to understand the process of returning their ballot. Uh, it also talks about the candidates. Um, and then if there is any troubleshooting. So for example, if your signature is not on the back or if the signature um, it's not similar to the one that's on file with your voter registration. It goes through the process of the signature curing. Um, and so it is important that you have updated your contact information um, and that you've provided that contact information on your ballot as well. Hey, let me offer one more oh, word. Are... Folks, uh, the Nevada Secretary of State's website is also a, a good resource for information on this vote-by-mail process. Uh, real simple, nbsos.gov. Great, great information and websites. So we'll make sure that, so these websites will also be posted um, on the Facebook Live as well. So if you didn't get a chance to get grab a pen or a pencil, um, that we'll have those there as well. And so, so let's talk about, um, so if you got the vote by mail ballot, that means you were registered. Um, and so AG Ford, could you talk about um, the importance of registration as well as expanding the electorate and what that really means? Sure. I mean, um, I think what, uh, the registration process is self-explanatory. I mean, we, we want everybody to be able to participate in this franchise. Uh, your voice is, I mean, your vote is your voice, as the old cliche goes. And so at the end of the day, what we need to ensure that folks are doing is registering the vote. We have same-day voter registration now, uh, thanks to the legislature that passed it in uh, 2019. And so even on Election Day today, uh, this year, on June 9th, uh, you can go to certain locations, again, limited locations, uh, because we want to ensure that folks are being safe. Um, but limited locations to register on site uh, to vote uh, so that your your voice can be heard. Um, there are uh, opportunities to um, to to register online that have already elapsed for this particular primary season, but uh, you you shouldn't um, you shouldn't hesitate in, in going online and registering to vote. Uh, you can do that again at the Secretary of State's website that's nvsos.gov. Uh, and uh, you, you can also get information about registering to vote at the Clark County Elections website that uh, you've heard previously about as well. You had asked another question in there. Um, Kennedy, what was it? Yeah, so let me just ask one of, about expanding the electorate, and that really has everything to do with getting more people to register. But I have friends, you know, who sometimes feel disempowered and the, that the whole voting process um, you know, sort of, ex, you know, quote unquote, doesn't matter. What would be your response to people who, you know, may feel, um, you know, that their voice uh, doesn't count? You know, that, that that was a sigh of exasperation that you just heard come from me. We, we hear this a lot out there, obviously, and uh, there are a lot of folks who get frustrated with the voting process who have the same uh, belief that their vote doesn't count, that their vote doesn't matter. And I, I'll say that that's uh, feeding exactly into um, the uh, result that many folks who don't want you to vote in the first place want you to believe. Uh, you know, I, I have been a staunch advocate of voting rights since my days in the legislature, and I've always reflected back on where I'm from. I'm from the South. My parents, my grandparents uh, uh, down in Texas, you know, they, they and, and people who they knew had hoses turned on them when they wanted to exercise their right to vote. Uh, and, and so recognizing that the struggle um, 
that they had to undertake so that we can uh, freely um, get out to vote is something that kind of um, is an impetus for me to continue this, this fight forward. Uh, I would just suggest to folks that they uh, not buy into that particular theory uh, and that instead that they register to vote, that they go out there and they vote, and that they um, try to vote for folks, or that they do vote for folks who actually represent their ideals, who are going to look out for uh, everybody out there and, 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 and who are going to pass laws to ensure fairness, equality, uh, and um, also to expand this franchise of voting. Uh, very well, Chad. Thank you for that. Great. Go ahead, Yindra. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that I, I would just build on that with one other thing, which is um, we spend a lot of time during these years um, when there's a presidential election uh, thinking about the presidential candidate specifically. Um, but your real power in the ballot box is in local elections. Um, in Nevada, we have a unique opportunity. Uh, we're one of three states who still elect judges. And so any... Um, any person who has had a traffic ticket or been to family court or is in a criminal proceeding, um, all of those judges are people that we are able to choose in the ballot box in Nevada. So you have a direct um, impact on the criminal justice system through your vote in Nevada. Um, in addition to that, the things that are most important to you, whether that be healthcare, jobs, childcare for your children, um, education, all of those things are really decided at the local and state level. And so it is imperative that we realize that, yes, the president is an important office um, and we should have someone who sets the tone for the types of policies and the ways that we treat people who can lead us in that way. But the people who are going to execute um, the decisions that impact your daily life are really local elected officials. And so that includes the school board, that includes uh, the city council that includes the county commission, uh, those are really the people who impact your daily life. And so your vote is your power. It is the one asset that we have um, that is of equal value for every resident in the, in the United States. And so people just need to realize how powerful it is um, and not be subject to the tactics of voter suppression. Absolutely. And there's some populations, you know, who have been disenfranchised um, and not been able to vote. But I think that um, that there's been some work, particularly around incarcerated individuals, um, that uh, their vote will also be counted. What's what's uh, the current status of that? Uh, that's a very good point. And again, kudos to the legislature for in 2019 uh, for working to uh, re-enfranchise folks who've had their vote taken away uh, because of incarceration. Uh, it was Jason Frierson um, on the one hand and William McCurdy on another who worked together on a number of different, a number of bills uh, to restore the right to vote to ex-offenders. Uh, now all you have to do is this. If you are out of jail, go register to vote uh, and you are able to have your, your voice heard in this particular uh, election, not necessarily during the primary if you haven't already registered to vote, but registered to vote, you can do so, uh, in the, in the general as well. Uh, but, but again, it goes back to this notion of, um, efforts in the past to keep folks from having their voice heard, uh, to keep folks from being able to participate in the political process. Uh, we know that under, underlying a lot of the voter, um, um, disenfranchisement laws, whether it's, um, you lose your right to vote if you're incarcerated, date back to days of Jim Crow and before, uh, when, um, those who were in power at the time did not want the African-American male or female to vote. Uh, and so they passed these, these laws that um, 
strip their rights away. And we still see to this day efforts uh, to, at doing exactly that. And sometimes they, they cloud those efforts or they hide those efforts and things that seem innocuous, like voter ID laws, which they which they say you need an ID to get on the plane. Why don't you need one to get on the vote? Well, um, they, yeah, without getting too legalese on the issue, obviously the argument is uh, um, um, easily rebutted by saying you don't have a constitutional right to fly on the plane. Uh, and so we don't have to worry about um, that particular comparison. What we want to do is to be able to restore the right to vote to folks, um, and that's happened here in our state. Uh, we see what's happening in Florida where the, the entire state electorate uh, voted to re-enfranchise ex-offenders and, and politicians in, um, and, and power there uh, still try to undermine the vote of the people and the will of the people in that area by saying that even if you are out of jail, you have to pay your, your, your fines, so to speak. Um, and so these efforts, again, are opportunities that those who don't want you to participate um, uh, utilize to convince you that your vote doesn't matter um, and they remove the opportunity from you. Um, again, kudos back to Jason Farrison and the legislature for passing these laws to restore the right to vote, and kudos to uh, Governor Sislek for signing these laws. Well, that speaks to Yinja's point, you know, that it's really important to get um, our local elected officials uh, statewide and locally um, in the mix because they really change what happens to us in our daily lives as, as, as it affects us. And then also, I know that uh, people, you know, don't understand sometimes the power that we have uh, because uh, blacks particularly have a higher voter turnout than both Hispanics and Asians, according to the Brookings Institution. And so we are a powerful voting bloc that really can decide elections. And so as a part of the, the entire um, block, it's really important, you know, that we voice our vote as well and understand the power that we have. So with that, um, is there, are, go ahead, please. Oh, nope. I was just going to talk a little bit about some of the other ways that we have made it easy for people to register to vote. Um, okay. Attorney General Ford mentioned um, reinstating the rights for the formerly incarcerated, but also things, um, also things like um, automatic voter registration. So if you do go to DMV and get an ID or a, a driver's license, you can register to vote in that process. Um, so that you don't have to go to a separate entity like Clark County Elections Department or to the, the Secretary of State in order to register to vote. Um, it also helps us with keeping people on the active rolls because you will typically update your address or your ID or license when you move, um, and that information will also be transmitted um, through the automatic voter registration system. Um, and then additionally, he did mention same-day registration, um, which is available now. If you would like to participate in the June 9th primary, you can um, go to an in-person location. You can register same day. You will receive a full ballot. Um, it will be provisional because your identification has to be confirmed. But you would be able to register on the same day and vote in the primary election in person. Um, and that is another um, way that we have as a state um, led the charge on making sure that as many people who want to participate are able to participate freely and easily. And, and that's the qualification huh. that is important. I, when I was talking about the deadline for registering online having passed on May 21st, but the same day voter registration obviously showing up on the day of the availability. So thanks, Sergeant, for clarifying that. 
Yes, thank you for that. And so lots of great information um, being given out and also helping empower people to still have their vote counted in this particular June 9th election. And so let's go to Facebook Live and see um, if there are any questions that we can take from uh, the community people that are listening and watching. CC, um, what are some of the questions that have been posed uh, for Yindra and AG Ford? So I have an important deadline question. Um, I know Yendra and Aaron touch bases on the same day registration, but what exactly is the last day to register online? My understanding is that the last day for, to register online for this primary was May 21st. Okay. Correct. And I have another question. So are there any vote by mail information sessions available right now for people to take advantage of? I'll answer that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, there are. There are actually Zoom calls, ev uh, not every day, but this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, at both noon and 5 p.m. Um, you can register for them at empower360.org, um, and you will get as much information as you could possibly want about vote by mail. It'll teach you how to complete your ballot. It'll help you troubleshoot. Um, you can ask questions um, about the ballot itself um, and get information on how to make sure that your ballot is counted. Um, there's also links for uh, drop-off locations. If you work down in Henderson and it's just hard for you to get to your local post office, there are um, drop-off locations throughout the county where you can drop off your ballot. Um, and then again, there are a couple of in-person locations as well if you feel that you need to um, participate in person. Raf just proposed a question. Um, I think we already touched bases on it, but if we can just recap one more time. She stated, I moved and I didn't do an address address change. How do I get a mail-in ballot? Uh, go ahead. I can answer. Um, so the best way to do it would be to call 702-455-VOTE, that's 702-455-8683. That will give you the um, most direct way to do that. Um, otherwise, you would have to go in person and change your voter registration address in the same day registration process. So you would have to show up to either the Clark County um, Elections Department. Um, there's also, I believe, uh, Paradise Recreation Center and maybe Desert Breeze. Um, that are both uh, that both are in-person locations during this early vote period. So between now and June 4th, you can show up to any of those locations. You would get the same day registration form um, and you would update your voter registration and you could vote in person that way. But the best way is to go to Clark County Elections Department. They do have a process for just checking your current um, address and then potentially sending you a mail ballot that you can participate in for June 9th. Um, you know, if I could, this is Aaron again, just real quickly, I see one of the questions on Facebook Live comes from a gentleman who's asking about um, voter fraud, and if there are any issues or concerns about voter fraud when we vote by mail. Um, I'd like to address that if you give me a couple of seconds here. Uh, the first of which is, the first thing I'd like to say is, um, as recently as a couple of weeks ago, a federal court entertained this exact argument here in Nevada. Uh, and dismiss the argument as being completely unfounded. Uh, I've been on uh, media shows the last couple of days responding to President Trump's tweet at the state threatening to remove federal funds from us uh, if we continue with our mail uh, in vote process because he alleges that likewise that even though he's voted by mail himself that voter fraud is 
uh, rampant in this type of a uh, um, voting process. I just want to say that we have several different um, 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 uh, safeguards in place to um, work against voter fraud, and that includes signature requirements and verification. Uh, it includes re- uh, reprinted ballot return envelopes. Um, Yendra touched on this a second ago. It includes bar card, uh, barcode tra- um, tracking. Uh, and there are other laws in the books that help to mitigate against uh, voter fraud. And I also want to say, historically speaking, we've seen maybe a half a dozen voter fraud instances in Nevada in the, in the last, you know, um, a couple a couple of decades. Um, several of which uh, were, were at least one of which was someone who was trying to test the system to see if it would catch the voter fraud. And in fact, this person was caught and charged, uh, which shows again the efficacy of our system. Um, uh, and, and so I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to speak to that issue because we hear a lot of complaints and contentions around voter fraud, and I want to disabuse folks of that erroneous notion. No, and thanks for standing up um, to uh, 45 regarding that, and so we're real proud of you and your response um, for that. And so, Izzy Ford, what, you know, we are in the final um, minutes of the show, and so take the time to identify just three things um, that you'd like people to know and or do um, as a takeaway from this uh, opportunity. Uh, three things, vote, vote, and vote. At the, at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> there, there is power in the vote, which is exactly the reason why folks are trying to stop you from doing so. Uh, there is a widespread uh, conspiracy out there among those who don't want you to participate in our democracy, uh, and I would um, just ask that you push back against that, that you show up to the polls, that you mail in your ballot for this primary season, and that you have your voice be heard. Awesome. So you said that rather quickly. So would you like to um, bring up anything else um, uh, as, as the Attorney General and, and how um, we can support you or uh, do what we So is there anything else, AG4, that you want to say? Well, I just want okay. to say thank you again for uh, Nevada Partners uh, and Yendra and, and others for putting on this uh, this conversation. It's important that our, our elected officials stay connected to the community. Uh, I try to make it a point to do exactly that. KCP has been a great partner in doing that. Uh, if there are ever any questions that people have in the community, you can always feel free to reach out to my office. We don't always have the answers to, to things. I'm fond of these days of saying that's not my cheese, and so I really don't have the control over it. But we are happy to direct you in the right uh, to the right place if we can. Um, you know, we want to, to stay as involved in the community as possible uh, and to sh- let you know that the uh, Nevada Office of the Attorney General is the people's lawyer, and we're here for you. So uh, thanks again for having me on, and I look forward to future conversations. Amazing. Thank you so much, A.G. Fort, for being here um, giving us your time and attention. Uh, Ms. Yendra Dixon, uh, what would be your final three takeaways um, from this show? Um, I just want to encourage people to um, to definitely vote in whatever way that you feel comfortable. If you want to vote by mail, please do so. It is the safest and easiest way. Um, if you want to drop off, there are locations. Please check those out and make sure that you get your vote um, into those. Or if you need to vote in person because you would like to register same day, then please feel free um, to do those things. Our participation is so necessary, um, and so I'm really hopeful uh, that people, as they're learning the process, will see the ease of the process um, and then will be um, further secure in, in, its, um, in its effectiveness <clears throat> in getting your ballot count. I think the other piece is just this uh, pandemic has 
put a lot of stress on folks. Um, voting may not be at the top of mind, um, but in order for us to change this situation in the future, if there's ever, ever another pandemic, as we make changes and reopen the city um, and all of those things, they're going to be the decisions that are made by leaders that we have the power to elect. So just keeping in mind that um, the way that this is being handled in the state is a direct result of the leadership that we put in place um, in order to do to do that. Um, and for example, you know, AG4 does a lot of work with with um, evictions and price gouging and ways to keep people safe and consumer protections um, during this pandemic and actually all the time, uh, but that we're specifically seeing people take advantage during this pandemic. So there are people on that wall. And the best part about that is we get to choose them. So please make sure that you vote, um, that you participate, that you find out that you um, that you attend as many information sessions as you can. And if you have any questions, make sure that you call the Clark County Registrar directly.